0: See, we've got our baptismal trough set up right here. And uh, we're not using it in this service, just to let you know, so take your weight for that. But we did baptize uh, Charlotte Cancerman, uh, one of our youngest gals, in this first service. So they're, so they're, so they're and after this service, we'll do a private baptism for uh, a couple other of our own. Uh, one is Shannon Mueller. Shannon, just stand up where you are. I know you don't want to do that. but Yeah, there's Shannon. Shannon will be baptized. Yep. And uh, their son, K.J., uh he needs to some uh, the kids, and so they will be baptized as well. And so we're going to keep the service short so the water stays like some more. Okay? And so we're excited. So um, we'll wrap up the series in title because we're headed towards Advent. So next Sunday we'll make that turn towards Christmas as we think about the first coming of Jesus. But today we're going to kind of preface all for what's coming this, this week. But really, hopefully, it's more of a decision and a thought process, a heart adjustment for that will last far beyond even where we've been over the last week And where we're headed over the next week Hopefully, it will be more enduring than that So how many of you will have guests in your house for Thanksgiving? let we'll see your hands Raise Okay, very good How many of you um, wish you were going to have guests in your house for Thanksgiving? Okay. How many of you will travel somewhere for Thanksgiving? let we'll see your hands Okay, very good How many of you will have turkey? you will eat turkey Thanksgiving really How many of you will be near the turkey for Thanksgiving? let we'll see your hands You know somebody? On America, American, doesn't it? You want to say, so we had a whole crew at 9 o'clock that was like, no way, I'm not even sure. When I was growing up, Thanksgiving was a nightmare for me because people would bring food and we would not know what this food is. And, you know, this is going to happen in your house too. Somebody will bring a casserole and you'll look at it and it will be this, you know, gelatinous pile of something. And some people in this room will go near this you know, pile of whatever, and they'll get a spoon, they won't even know what's in it, and they'll put it in it, and pop it on their plate, and eat it. How many of you like to try food that you've never tried before? Are are serious. You like to try new foods? Are are serious. How many of you like to eat what you like to eat, and that's all you like to eat? I'm serious. But that was me growing up. I like to eat what I like to eat, and I don't know how this happens with we have two boys that take the same little confluence of DNA from Donna and I and we had one of each. And Donna and Austin, our oldest, will get their a buffet and they'll they'll see something and they won't know what it is they'll put it on their plate and they'll eat it and Carter and I will say, what's that? And they'll say, I don't know. And we'll say, then why is it in your mouth? And that's how Carter and I and we came by it, he came by an honest, I don't know where I got it from. I well, little, this was the battleground for me and my parents. Was what I would eat and what I would not eat. And what they didn't know is their young parents. dollar bills rolled up and stuffed, in, literally stuffed in her mattress, so you, she would trust the bank, and this, this is how they work. So if you had people like this in your family, so were just like, This is, this is who great my mom, and so when we sat down to dinner, this was for expectation. at one point my dad. children in, I don't know, China or what have you. And she would explain this was the case. And, of course, this logic didn't work for me as a young man. I, even as an 8-, 9-year-old, I understood that what she was saying very well might be true, that on my plate are vegetables, and there's some kid somewhere that doesn't have food to eat, which I was more than happy to walk down to my bedroom and get a shoebox and pack it up and send him the property that just made the room smell like horrid things that happened in here. And so I didn't want anything to do with it. Your logic doesn't work for me, and what mom inadvertently taught me. And she didn't start off with this. Okay, thank Glad you were here last week, so you didn't have homework. Very good. There'll be a quiz at the end of the sermon. That's fine. And so this was the this was the goal. This was the hope. How many of you missed the day and then came back to it? Raise your hands. Two of you. Okay. Very good. How many of you thought I got nothing today? Anybody take that on a given day? Okay. You honestly? so oh, good. I love it. And so in this moment, we said, "Here's what we're going to do for the next week." And the goal was it so that you could sort of contrive feelings of gratitude and drum them up and try to feel thankful for, you know, typical, menial details of your life that will fall off. Oh, yes. You can walk through your day. God wants to lead me. What path does He want me to walk? And you can always point to this verse. It's an absolute bedrock. Certainly, this is God's book for you. about literal chains that are around him, shackles that are there because while he's in this Roman prison, he's awaiting trial. And if it's found true that he was in fact promoting a different king than Caesar, Thank you. broke the brand I've longed to do with the high right? I mean, I know what I'm going for to so get clean my teeth and all that. But here's what, here's what I'd love to do. I'd love to just keep a sleeve of Oreos in my car. And, and as I'm waiting for, you know, you to go in for my appointment just pull up in the parking lot and just shout down on the, the Oreos. Just, you know, get it down and then walk in just like that. And I should do that, shouldn't I? I'm there so she can do what? Well, why wouldn't I go in with dirty teeth, right? I mean, that'd be gross, right? And she'd take one look at me and go, out. nope, nope, another day. I'm not dealing with you today, sir. And you know, she I don't know, call police or something. I don't know what she would do. But it wouldn't go well, but I think that's what I'm there for to get my teeth clean. It's not working. that day before I left, I said to Don, look, I, I know we've got some in a package, but we're we're, we're for toothbrush. Right? Because the for toothbrush, I can take you see. I, kind of because I want her to know and understand that I have good dental what? hygiene, right? And I have good dental hygiene because of my dental habits. She just say to me the same things every time I go to see her. I used to do it because she saw my teeth and asked me these questions. But I learned very quickly that if she's going to ask me the same list of questions, she has a script. It's the same thing that little hygiene says to you. Do you floss? got to do some work in this church. How often do you brush, and do you have an electric toothbrush, and how long does it take, and do mm-hmm. you follow the beats, and she's asking all these questions about my dental hygiene because she wants me to have good dental habits, because she knows that I have good dental habit, and I can keep my dental habits, and I can keep my dental habits, and it's very important to try to help me, I can keep my dental habits, and I can keep my dental So we have the